Welcome back to Good Orderly Direction, Practical Tools of the Bible. Today we are discussing Genesis 28, Jacob flees. Remember in 27, uh, Jacob had tricked Isaac into getting his blessing and he basically stole it in Esau's perception from Esau, even though Esau had already sold his birthright to Jacob. Esau didn't think that that would actually hold up. Esau was struck by Isaac's edict to Jacob not to marry a Canaanite woman. So now after Esau loses his blessing, he's like, oh, maybe I actually should listen to what dad says. This had not been a secret, but all of a sudden he is taking what his father says seriously. To appease his parents, he found a daughter of Ishmael, who was the son of Abraham and Hagar. Remember, Abraham, one of the chosen ones, Hagar was one of um, Sarah's concubines, and it was not a Ishmael was not one of the one of the chosen ones. So Esau is showing a partial reformation, but no repentance. He still maintained his two Canaanite wives. And he gave no proof of forgiving Jacob, even though he had given away his birthright. Jacob was just following up on a promise that Esau had made. Ishmael was protected by God, remember, but again, he was not one of the chosen. So marrying one of his daughters does not equate to marrying an acceptable wife at that point. This may be an example of too little too late. He doesn't try to reform until it costs him something. And think about when that's happened for you. You kept doing what you wanted because it made you happy. And then when it finally got unpleasant for you, you decided to listen to other people. And by that time, many of them had turned away. Many of them had quit trusting you. So instead of being able to just apologize or do the right thing. Now you've got to actually rebuild trust and prove yourself again. Jacob set out for Haran. One night he dreamed he saw a raised staircase, its foundation on earth and its top touching the sky. And God's messengers were ascending and descending on it. God came to him and said, I am God. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you're lying. Your descendants will become like the dust of the earth. Every family of earth will be blessed because of you and your descendants. I am with you now. I will protect you everywhere you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done everything that I have promised. The staircase met metaphor is one that we use even today. In, generally in life, we need to start at the bottom and work our way up step by step. And... What we might be seeing here is Jacob realizing that, yeah, he should have gone with his gut and not deceived his father. However, he did. And now he's forced to flee and he's coming into his own. He's developing his independence now that he's more separate from his mother and he is thinking more clearly. The messengers that are ascending up and down the staircase are there to help us learn. They carry prayers and reports of faith and hope up to God and bring help down and also bring down comfort and blessings. 
and they're kind of like, well, they're God's messengers and they tell him what's going on. They're the middle managers that are letting God know what's going on uh, on earth. In Genesis 28, 14, the scripture says, every family of earth will be blessed because of you and your descendants. It's interesting to note that here, God has a stark transition from protecting and blessing the chosen ones to protecting everyone who does not exclude themselves. That is, they keep their eye on the prize and follow good orderly direction. Jacob made a solemn promise. If God is with me and protects me on this trip I'm taking and gives me bread to eat and clothes to wear and I return safely, then the Lord will be my God. This stone that I have set up as a sacred pillar will be God's house and everything you give me, I will give a tenth back to you. So this is kind of the first thing we're hearing about actual tithing. Scholars, if you go to the Bible Hub link, scholars believe that if, in verse 20, is not questioning God's faithfulness, but recognizing that God just said that he is with him. A more accurate translation might be, since God is with me and protects me on this trip, and will make sure I have bread to eat and clothes to wear, and will ensure I return safely, I believe that the Lord is my God. <clears throat> Jacob realized at this point he needed protection. He needed to change his ways. He needed to follow good orderly direction and that he had made the wrong choice. A more secular interpretation might be, I now understand good orderly direction. If I follow good orderly direction, I have faith that my basic needs will be met. In this story, we see prudence and selflessness. Too often we pr become prideful or arrogant and fail to recognize the loving hands that guide and protect us or admit that we could possibly need help and we can't control everything. At this point, um, Jacob is suddenly becoming meek and saying, yeah, okay, I need to get outside myself and follow something that's greater than me. Who in your life has guided and protected you either through their actions, their words, or even just by example? In what ways does this knowledge and support uh, help keep you safe and help you prosper? So by watching other people, by following other people's advice and teachings, how have other people helped you stay safe and prosper. They've supported you. They've built you up. They've nourished you, nourished your mind, nourished your body. Using the principles of love, patience, earnestness, respect, forgiveness, endurance, compassion, truthfulness, and selflessness. Categorize the most important lessons you have learned from other people. Who, have, who taught them to you? And sometimes it may be somebody who taught you lessons, you know, what not to do. You see it and you're like, ooh, no, I want to do the opposite. But who taught you these lessons? How have these lessons helped you maintain good orderly direction and head toward peace, head up the staircase? How do you tithe or show gratitude not only to God, but also to those whose hands have guided you with love? 
How do you give back to those? How do you nurture those relationships of the people who have supported, nurtured, and nourished you as you have grown into the person that you are and started to ascend the staircase?